Hello and welcome to another edition of 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 the Christian Rebellion. 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 We 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 spent nothing on our effects. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doorbell is just one of us saying ding dong. <laughs> Hello. Chainsaw. <laughs> that was a terrible chainsaw. <laughs> you might want to get that looked at, sir. Yeah. <laughs> all um, right. So how was your week, man? Um, well, first of all, who are you? And what are you doing in my house? Uh, I broke in. I was bored. And wait, this isn't a very super expensive <laughs> studio that, <laughs> that Plan X Media has given us to record in? Well, it is. But I live here. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> It's canon now. The lore is developing. Oh no! That's when I had a radio anyway, job. Uh, we, we'll, get, we'll get to the introductions. When I when I had a radio job, I used to do that. It was like three floors. Well, actually, there was a basement. First floor. No, there were only two floors. Yeah, there were only two floors. Uh, my radio, including show, the basement. Yes. Um, so uh, so there was show, one floor and a basement. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> so my name is Ash Green. Now that he's ruined the story. Oh boy! And this is that. That wait, that was the story. The killjoy. You you worked in a like what? No punchline, just one floor in a basement. When I worked in the radio uh, business, our radio station was downstairs in this building, and on the radio show, I just started making up like whenever we had news stories or needed uh, a bit part or something, I'd make up different floors of this building. All right, on the fifth floor, we're going to the science lab where we're gonna try to understand what's going on here. Hey, Bill. Yep. You know, or back to the weather station uh, that's uh, on the third floor of our building here. <laughs> and it just kept getting, like, bigger and bigger <laughs> and more floors throughout the years. <laughs> it started to get hard to uh, track what floor was what since we never, ever wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a lot of floors here, too, at Plan X Media. That's right. And uh, we're not going to tell you how many. And they're all imaginary. <laughs> anyway, I'm Jackson Farrell. I, uh... I rain on our parade when we do bits. <laughs> None of this is real. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, how was your week? Uh, it was all right. I I can't complain. Was took a took a day off just to kind of relax. Caught up on a couple of movies, and uh, let me tell you, Transformers: The Last Night was as bad as I was expecting <laughs> it to be. <laughs> That bad, huh? Yeah, and uh, I went for Power Rangers as well. That movie, surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. Maybe because I was afraid of it being really, really bad. I don't know. It could be one of those where I was, like, expecting it to be bad and go into it, and it's like, oh, it wasn't that bad. So my mind's like, oh, this was great. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, Expectations play such a role in it does. Like, our movie like, enjoyment. I, when handing people, like, this is the best movie ever. I love this movie. And they watch it and was like, it was all right. It's like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> I think you hyped it up too much, Ash. <laughs> so how about you? What would you do this week? Well, I have finished Daredevil, finally. Season one. I haven't started oh, season two. Oh, man, no. But uh, I did start uh, Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. And, man, both of those. Like, Daredevil is dark, no question. But oh, yeah. I was not expecting, you know, Jessica Jones and Luke Cage to be so, just so hard in the R-rated territory, you know? Like, and I, I get the tradition, like, of those black exploitation films, Shaft and whatnot, that Luke Cage is working in, that's part of the character, but, I mean, I, I don't, I feel like you didn't, you wouldn't have to go that hard into it to, to get that vibe across, you know? 
Yeah, it, it did feel like they they were pushing kind of hard for that vibe. Um, as I don't know, see that maybe that's why I didn't like it was as much as the others was. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was more of a vibe and more forced into trying to look like something like that than more about like Luke Cage and something a little more realistic. I guess is what I'm trying to say instead of that mm-hmm. that feel. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Yeah, it it didn't kill it for me. Um, I may. You I know, mean, it was still enjoyable for me. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But yeah, I. I mean, you know this. I'm the the listeners though. Like, I'm like, if you're gonna skip one, I'd skip Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Uh, much of Jessica Jones episode one for me though felt like a lot of no reason dark. You know, just a lot of no reason dark. The toward the end, like we, I. I started to see, you know, them including some actual substance behind behind it, but I I am inclined not to go back to Jessica Jones. Oh, I love Jessica Jones. Yeah. I can't wait for season two, especially after they showed that uh, the villain from one, like there's some set picks. The villain from one, I guess, is still around. So mm-hmm. it's really intriguing to me. Yeah, I have. It's it's a question that. I guess each of us has to individually ask themselves as a Christian, am I going to get something out of this? You know, and it's going to be a different question, a different answer for each person because we're each individuals, you know, and, and sometimes we do make mistakes and watch something we shouldn't or don't watch something we should, you know, but, uh, it's, you know, pray about these things, people pray about whether to watch Jessica Jones. I am not watching God's not dead (laughs) three. Well, that's, that's fair. Um, you know, I don't think God wants any of us to watch that one. <laughs> okay. So we are, we are off to the races with this podcast. What's up? What's up? Uh, first of all, with what, you know, you know, what's our, what's our first thing we're oh, going to oh, talk about? I was like, what are, where are we going with this? Is this a bit? What am I missing? <laughs> no, Ash. <laughs> you think I would do a bit? <laughs> All right, yeah, we were uh, we usually do Terry Crews Corner. Um, he apparently was very boring this week, and we found nothing. Uh, Media minded. What did you have for that? <laughs> Way to just Come brush on, over Terry, Terry Crews Corner. <laughs> Step it up, man. Yeah, yeah, do something interesting every week. <laughs> oh, but okay, media minded. Um, have have I talked at all on the podcast about Patreon and their service? fees and what's been going down with that i'm not sure i know we've talked about it some outside of here we might have mentioned it vaguely last week. well um i'll catch you folks up to speed in case you've forgotten since last week but uh patreon um announced that uh in the future i think starting in january or something like that they were going to be rolling out a service charge for uh for patrons so you know you pledge a certain amount like a dollar a month to a creator um, the creator gets 95% of that, uh, Patreon gets 5%, and they charge a service fee. They were going to start charging a service fee um, on top of that in order to, uh, to cover um, credit card and financial transaction costs and things like that. Previously, um, they had been taking those fees out of creator income, so the creator was getting, like... 85 to 90 percent of each pledge um instead of so so when they started putting this on top this fee on top of like 37 cents um ish you know it would depend on the pledge level but for a dollar pledge 
was 37 cents, which is a huge percentage and, you know, kills the incentive to do um, $1 pledges. And there was a huge, huge backlash. And the good news for Media Minded um, is that they've canceled the rollout. You know, they're going to be working on alternate solutions for the problem that the, the change in fee structure was intended to, intended to address. And, you know, as, as a guy who has a Patreon, this is good news for me. And I was also fortunate not to see any of my patrons drop their pledges. You know, a lot of creators saw mass exoduses of lower level pledgers. Um, so this, this is a good move on Patreon's part, a good correction, you know. Yeah, that's that's uh, good. Um, mm. I'm trying to think. That was how much do they charge now? Um, what was the difference <clears throat> there? They um, they charge five percent of each pledge to cover their administrative costs. Right. Um, the credit card companies and whatnot, PayPal, Stripe, etc. Um, those fees tend to come out to, I guess, anywhere from three to seven percent. So the creators are taking home like maybe 85 percent plus um patreon's new what they were going to do was a flat fee of 30 ish cents gotcha and um and a percentage fee on top of that gotcha that's uh that's what a lot of the other companies do paypal and um uh square whatever they are um yeah yeah and what this would allow patreon to do would be to charge um, to to make their their monthly billing a lot more similar to what these other companies do, you know, billing you as soon as you sign up and every month after. Um, what they do currently is for monthly uh, for the monthly system they um, or for for anything they bill at the end of the month, you know, and there's there's a few different ways that works depending on whether a creator is doing a you know, a monthly pledge amount or a per creation uh, pledge amount or, um, right. yeah. Which so. may be unique to them, too. I don't know if through Square or PayPal you can do that. I've been looking to them a bunch this week just because we're setting up. Uh, we've got the Planex Media Bank account now and um, setting up more ways to donate since we're actually getting some uh, donated funds, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you'd like to donate, we will take all of your money. Yes, uh, far be it from us to turn down any uh, cash that you'd like to send our yeah, way. Yeah, and uh, if you want to give less than all your money, we we will begrudgingly accept that too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we're not we're not gonna like unfriend you on Facebook if you don't send us all your money. But if you don't send us at least something, <laughs> <laughs> no, we're we're just kidding. <laughs> Idle threats there. Oh, or are that's we? How I get you to unfriend? Hey, just a friendly reminder. <laughs> I did not send you money. Click. <laughs> Well, this little scheme has backfired. Uh, All right. Well, my media-minded is I'm going to talk about Fox and Disney again. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just kind of an update on that. That deal has gone through, sounds like. um, And Disney now rules the world. Um, Soon we will be eating our Disney food and listening to all the Disney radio stations and going through the... uh, like I was saying, you know, Disney food, you got to have your Disney drive throughs as well. Mm-hmm. And let's see here. We'll be, t- we'll be taking our uh, friendly face Disney compliance pills every day. That's right. And the Disney water. And yeah. don't forget your Disney power. And 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. There's there's a lot of worries about uh, this merger. Um, first of all, a lot of these smaller companies are worried about, you know, oh, no, like there's another even bigger conglomeration now. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. They've still got some major competition, but even some of the major competition is looking weaker and weaker because of the juggernaut. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they acquired a ton of licensing. Uh, last week I was talking about Fantastic Four and it looked like, um, well, they've acquired the X-Men, so they're the juggernaut and then some. Yeah. Um, they've, they've got the X-Men back. They've actually got Fantastic Four back, which it looked like they weren't going to have. Mm-hmm. But uh, they they definitely have, um, but like some of the others that are just kind of interesting, uh, the Simpsons. They now own the Simpsons. They now own the Avatar franchise, which um, is slowly, 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 slowly rolling out. Uh, mm-hmm. James Cameron wanted to do it right uh, in his mind, so he's like I said, just slowly putting this out. Um, That'll be interesting. I could almost see Disney being like, look, that's huge money. Push it, you know? How long ago did Avatar come out? I don't even remember. That was that was quite some time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Ages. Yeah. I mean, just tons of Fox properties. Uh, let's see here. The, the Marv films, like The Kingsman, uh, Kick-Ass, and the, those films mm-hmm. were, were all... Um, fox properties um technically marvel technically not hence the name marv um Mm -hmm. let's see here (laughs) marv well he uh it was a originally that series was a comic book that he introduced to marvel and they were like no we don't want this so he's like all right i'm going to independently do it he did it released it through marvel um (laughs) like as the distributor and made so much money off of it and then the same thing happened with the movie where he went to all these different uh uh movie companies and they were like well you need to change this or no or you need to change the girl and he's like it's about the girl (laughs) you need to do everything the same just get rid of hit girl and so (laughs) it's just so funny they were like get rid of the best part Uh, just listening to, uh, I think it was Kevin Smith, Smith that did the joke of like, you know, you, you go to this meeting, it's like, all right, I want to have this story about this guy and, and, and this villain, and it's going to be this great story, you know? And, and they, they're like, yeah, 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 that's great. And then one executive's like, uh, what if we add that guy and his dog? Okay. Okay. Sure. Why not? Let's do it that way. You know? And, mm-hmm. and then by the time it's done, it's like, all right, well, let's get rid of that guy. And we've got this dog because I like that dog. That's interesting, you know. And let's get rid of the villain. And and, and the, this dog, this story doesn't make any sense for this dog. So we're going to go with this story. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all of a sudden you're producing a movie about a, a cartoon dog that is nothing yeah. <laughs> like what you pitched. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a ship of Theseus situation, except it's not a ship anymore. It's, <laughs> it's like a house with oh, a cartoon man. dog in it. It's a exactly. dog house. Um, Deadpool, Deadpool, mm-hmm. um, Ryan Reynolds put out a couple of really funny tweets, uh, this week about that. He's been fairly silent about the merger. Um, just people are really worried about the whole R rated superhero movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Logan came out. It was R rated. Yeah. Logan was fantastic. I mean, I could have done without the, uh, the quick nudity that they felt like they had to throw in since we're R, we're going to do everything we can. Okay. We got that yeah, one over gotta, with. Got to hit all the bases there. Right. Oh, come on. But anyhow, um, 
don't know that like doing it for doing it's sake is stupid um but anyhow uh logan oh such a good movie uh deadpool like absolutely hilarious more adult comedy in there they're just like oh, i don't know if we we should you know they uh, they might kill it and try to make it pg-13 and that's kind of what hurt the expendables they were like oh let's get a broader audience let's go from an r-rated movie to pg-13 mm-hmm. and they lost all kinds of money and like stallone people people were coming out saying oh yeah it was uh that movie was actually released or let out on the internet in full form before it came out in theaters mm-hmm. like perfect quality and all that and so people were like oh well you know it was all lost uh, or it lost all that money because it was released super early but uh stallone even said look if i had to do that movie over again i would have made an r movie that's what lost its money you know hmm um, because that audience was expecting, you know, it to be like just full on action movie, yeah. you know, not like a kind of held back slightly action movie with all those, you know, eighties, nineties action stars that did all, you know, R rated movies mostly yeah. for, for that, uh, that time. So you've got like the nostalgic feel of all these actors getting together and people expecting, you know, that those 80, 90s action blood movies. for days. Yeah um and they're not getting it so they're they're people are worried about uh deadpool i did see an announcement that uh uh i guess uh what's it called disney was like oh yeah well we may end up you know continuing this um because and and honestly I, i would have to say it probably has to do with sorry will hinge on the next deadpool movie coming out because if it's not successful, like the first one, then, you know, they may not do it. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you want those kind of movies, go go see the next Deadpool. Um, but the Disney is uh, somebody, I can't remember who it was, and a Disney executive came out and was like, hey, uh, no, they, there's obviously a market for this right now. So Disney will highly consider, you know, doing mm-hmm. something for these movies, you know, or create a, a kind of secondary brand that says, hey, this is more of an adult comic book movie um they've got uh comic books has has the little logo i can't remember the name of it now um the infamous um uh like basically this is a clean cut comic that they started back in the day that they didn't want the government the history on that's kind of interesting they didn't Mm -hmm. want the government to step in and grade their comics books like they were doing with movies and so they created their own system and their own little stamp of this is a clean cut comic and here you go well Mm -hmm. uh marvel came out years ago with a a line called max which deadpool had a run i know the punisher had a run um Mm -hmm. where that (laughs) that was not anywhere on there you know blood guts gore sex all of that was in there so uh people are already theorizing well maybe disney will come out with disney max yeah something like that or just the max uh instead of marketing it oh as yeah a, just leave the a Disney marvel name it. movie or i don't know they may or may not they're probably not They'll, they might create a new um company just for that alone they've already got other companies that disney owns and created for more adult films mm-hmm. um and if i could think of the name i would give it out um but there's like these disney movie and i'm not talking like uh movies like deadpool but like more adult oriented movies Mm -hmm. disney has a market and a 
a um, a company name for that that they release stuff under. I'm not um, surprised. These companies these days, they're like you. Sometimes it's surprising to find out what company owns what thing you're into. You know, at right. the top. Exactly. Um, I mean, could you imagine a Punisher movie that wasn't rated R? No. Nope. Like, like just skipping, just going to the, the end of the spectrum here. It's like, hey, we're going to make a Punisher movie. Is PG rating? You think you guys can pull that off? What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I would go see the PG Punisher movie just out of sheer morbid curiosity <laughs> yeah like i if they could if they could pull that off is there anything they can't do <laughs> right? he just goes around with those little kitty dart guns <laughs> okay guys play dead <laughs> maybe come back in here with real guns oh sorry mr punisher <laughs> oh wait no him mentioning real guns would probably push it to pg-13 <laughs> Don't make me go to the car and get the other thing. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't have the orange tip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do a Deadpool and Punisher. <laughs> Deadpool's like, does, does that work for you guys? He's just staring out at the screen. Does that work for the sensors? Is that getting, getting past you guys? I got that. Instead of swords, Deadpool has rubber chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually in character. Exactly. It might work for him. <laughs> Hey, maybe Apple we should make this up. movie. Punisher squeaky <laughs> slaps him. <on> the <laughs> See, I can pull off PG Punisher. You can't. Neener, neener, neener. <laughs> Punisher grabs him by the face. Watch me. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> oh, now that that's kind of gone off the rails. Um, what rails? Yeah, <laughs> we don't have those here. Uh, it's just interesting to see all the and think about all the properties that Disney now owns. These major um, things that that we could potentially get more of or be done slightly differently. Um, I guess for me, I find it kind of exciting. You know, they've they they're doing stuff well. I haven't gone to see the new um, uh, Star Wars movie yet. It came out last night, yesterday, mm-hmm. whatever. And, um, but I mean, they've done that well from what I understand. Like the second movie mm-hmm. I feel like was kind of my hinge point. I'm looking forward to and seeing everything it. coming out, um, from our friends or whatever that have seen it. They love it. So, I mean, it's not like it was sold to, I don't know. Um, I'm not even going to the devil. <laughs> there we go. The actual say David AR white. Ah, oh, no, I'm just kidding. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Oh, there's a scary Punisher movie. <laughs> Punisher walks in with guns, drops them, drops the Memento Mori uh, symbol, which, by the way, is a Christian symbol in history. Um, the the skull is a mm-hmm. Christian symbol. That uh, speaking of things that uh, have changed throughout history that we talked about a while back, um, but he drops that. Now he's wearing a cross and he starts preaching instead to the <laughs> the drug dealers in the house and. Oh, wow. I think we've got... Uh, we're going to have to edit this uh, part of the podcast out because I think we have something to sell, uh, Pure Flix. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need anybody stealing this idea. Oh, yeah. We okay. might just have to create a secondary company to release an under-not Plan X Media Burning Weasel. <laughs> secondary companies for everyone. <laughs> oh, boy. 
I mean, that's that's I fully intend on doing that with like Plan X Media stuff. It'll have the Plan X Media if we when we're doing these films, um, it'll have a Plan X Media logo on it. But then stuff that I'm more involved in will probably have the Burning Weasel logo on it too, mostly because like part of the point is to be doing different stuff and, and multiple things. Mm-hmm. If we want to do these more, we'll say pure flicks leanings that somebody might come in and work with us and do. Mm-hmm. I'm more than willing to to work on a project like that. But that's not necessarily what I'm looking to do. What I, you know, so I would probably pull off that Burning Weasel logo and put on this other one. But you know, mm-hmm. still you part be... of the network. I still, you know, I still want to work with Christians. I still, I give David Ar White a lot of crap on the show. But mm-hmm. you know, honestly, I mean, he's trying to entertain Christians. There's ministry that's being done um, to Christians by Christians through that. So I can't. You know, like I said, I make fun of it, you know, give them a hard time. But, I mean, there is There's a, time a little a bit of respect there for that. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like even if even if you don't um, aren't a big fan of how he's doing things, like you're a fan of what he's doing, if that makes any sense. Yeah. 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 All right. So, Christian props. Christian props. Did you find one? Um, No. I, uh, that's going to be my prop one week. Christian props. Oh, Jackson found one. Props yeah, to him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't try very hard. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> next week, I will I will devote extra attention for our next podcast to trying to find some Christian props. So, uh, Franklin Graham. I, I'm, I'm going to throw one his way. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is one of uh, the Graham kids. And... Um, he was, we'll call him the, from my understanding, I, I know very little about, I, I know their names, I know very little about that, that family. Mm-hmm. Um, other than, you know, their father, big name, preacher dude, um, and has done a lot of good. And it sounds like they are too. Um, my understanding, Franklin Graham was like the, the prodigal son. Um, mm-hmm. Went out and um, he's he's come back and, you know, is doing great things. But mm-hmm. it was interesting interesting to see he's gone into uh, communi- communist <clears throat> Vietnam and I put it that way because most communist places are very very anti-Christian mm-hmm. Vietnam um, <clears throat> excuse me still has thousands of people in prison for peaceful uh, Christian or religious gatherings um, mm-hmm. and the state actually allowed him uh, he, he's been trying to get in there and it sounds like uh, he did like this big um like uh i don't want to call it a retreat assembly um event where you know he he got to minister to a lot of the vietnamese and uh he went in there and you know publicly acknowledged what he was doing so it's not like it was any of these like you know we sneak in we're saying we're doing this one thing but then you know we also preached the word and no you know they were straightforward about it and uh he, he's finally gotten in there, and he was allowed to share the gospel with a lot of Vietnamese. And mm. the government did not censor him at all. It was uh, pretty amazing. Wow, very cool. Yeah, because um, a lot of the times, even if you get a scenario like that, the government's like, well, that's cool. You can come in, do your event about Jesus, but uh, we, we can't have you use the word Christ, born again, uh, God, or... <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what? We're just going to add Jesus to that list as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, How do you get around that one? <laughs> All right, uh, Jesus. <laughs> There's this man named Jesus. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> make up a name for him. I don't know. 
Uh, man. Uh, yeah, I've had to talk to uh, missionaries, and it's always kind of interesting that the codes that you almost have to do when talking uh, to them. You know, mm-hmm. uh, like a guy named Paul. You know, you'll say something like, said this once, or, you know, this guy Matthew said this once, if mm-hmm. you're trying to talk about scripture or something, you know. Um, yeah. Can't be like, uh, you know, John 3.16, this guy John uh, once said, you know, uh, very yeah. interesting. So so props to him. How about science news? Well, on the topic of uh, words you're not allowed to say. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I actually just saw this article today on the Washington Post, um, the headline. Oh, I think CDC, I read that. Yeah, CDC gets list of forbidden words. Like, my my mind boggled when I read that. It's right? just like some, this is some 1984 level stuff going on. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, the prohibited words are vulnerable, entitlement, diversity, transgender, fetus, evidence-based, science-based... I mean, this is the Center for Disease Control. Right. These are technical scientific words like How fetus. How can you not say science-based? Yeah. I mean, granted, like... Uh, Who would object to that? I mean, the only thing I can think of is maybe they're trying to get a, a difference between scientifically based and scientifically proven. On that one is... Uh, like, this is me overthinking that article when I read it. You're like, very willing to give them the to... benefit of the doubt on that one, aren't you? No, I'm just trying to, like, where would that like, have even stemmed from in somebody's mind? Like, uh, we, we make fun of that preacher that was raising all that money for the 747, you know, to do, quote, ministry with. And it's like, who in their right mind thinks that's a good idea? And you start mm-hmm. justifying. It's like, all right, maybe there is, you know, that, that guy that's calling around. Maybe he's thinking, all right, this is, like, we could potentially use this to, to fly to a different country to to bring food over there as opposed to rent it or something but still it's like who thought that was a good idea you know yeah that that's just kind of the way mine my mind works it's like why why would somebody originally come up with that yeah like, like what's why 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 do words like this is this is actually the first instance of uh, the cdc or for as far as i know an organization like the cdc um you know, Center for Disease Control having a list of prohibited words. Like this, this is this is a brave new world. This is new territory. <laughs> uh, <laughs> kind of creepy. Yeah, apparently, uh, apparently the Constitution. We can just throw it out yeah, at this point. So much for free speech. <laughs> so much for actual, even science. My gosh. Jeez. Uh. <sighs> Well, I, I guess we're going to have to change our uh, the name of our science news segment to... Um, well, we definitely can't call it science-based news. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll just call it based news. <laughs> yeah, be sure to catch our based news segment. No, next. no, we'll use the codes that I was talking about. So this guy, science, once <laughs> mentioned... <laughs> 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 This is this science guy. <laughs> Not Bill. <laughs> no. We don't want to get sil- sued here. Yeah. Not Bill. <laughs> yeah. But a science guy. <laughs> we'll call him Ill for short. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Fry, the science guy. <laughs> no, that's a Futurama character, and he's not a science guy. <laughs> he was very far from it. Hmm. Oh man, 
Was it uh, there anything else to the, the end of that, or is it just it's, it's just appalling lunacy I'm, of that? Oh my yeah, goodness. that's that's all I got it's on that. Ludicrous. I, I just wanted to boggle with you and our listeners Speaking for a of moment. Ludicrous. Ludicrous. FCC. Uh huh. Dropping net neutrality. Oh yes, that is bad news bears. Oh my goodness, like that. It's not even like uh, the internet it hates it. Internet companies hate it. People hate it, and the FCC was like, "Well, you know, we don't care." Yeah, it's like the like eighty percent of the population. <laughs> I want to say is the figure that supports net neutrality. Yeah, and people who who don't support it, like I would think it's fair to say fit the fifteen percent of them don't understand what it is, and they actually they're they're stuck on the wording of net neutrality and mm-hmm. think it means something that it doesn't mean. Like yeah, I, I have I've had the conversation with a couple of people recently about it. And it's just like I you don't understand what what it means. You're you're arguing over the name, but that's not what it means, you know. Yeah. And the th- the the scariest part of that for me, like not just the hey, you can get charged two dollars for internet instead of uh, or sorry email, and then we'll charge you five dollars extra to use video through your um, or another five dollars for social media. Um, it's kind of the throttling and the, well, as Verizon or, or um, Comcast or Spectrum, we basically get our internet through cable companies now. Yeah. And so, I mean, there's there's various other sources, but that's pretty much what we get. Like yeah. Verizon, you could get it through like cell phone data or whatever. And Verizon notoriously tried to stop people from using FaceTime by blocking the FaceTime IP. Yeah, the overwhelming majority of citizens of America have one or two choices for who they get their internet right. from. And the government says, like, I think, I believe is still looking into doing, like, uh, um, internet through them, mm-hmm. which personally I think is a great idea to yeah. add some competition An infrastructure to it. like the road and system. And it's something that potentially could pay off our national debt, but we'll never go towards that. Anyhow, <laughs> getting past that rant, just the FCC doing this, like, um, the instead of you know those varying charges for those other things the things that i don't like that companies can do is completely block out other sites so let's say Com- comcast and spectrum decide to compete for the same market which will never happen but let's just pretend they are all right mm-hmm. um if you've got spectrum and you're like oh i'm curious what uh comcast is uh doing right now so you try to go to their site all oh, spectrum doesn't allow you to go to that site Mm-hmm. Or you've got IPTV stuff that's coming up. Sky Angel um, has been one for years and years and years. I used to want it. It's called Sky Angel because it used to be a, a satellite TV. Mm-hmm. And it's got a lot of Christian stations, a lot of Christian music stations. The reason I know about it is Radio U. Love Radio U, mm-hmm. uh, Radio U TV. Uh, the only way to get it out of its market areas was to get it through that. Um but then, like, years ago, it was probably a decade ago, they went all IP. Like, you could get these cable stations. like, And it, it had stuff like Fox News, other Fox stations, and other couple. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they had Hallmark on there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, just those sort of things. Uh, Sling. Sling has, like, legit uh, cable stations on it right now. You, you can get, like, um, the various news stations, various even local stations, I believe. You can get ESPN. You can get, like, a lot of sports networks through there. TNT USA, I believe, is on there. Spike, I think, is on Mm -hmm. there. Sci-Fi, I'm pretty sure. Uh, The Hallmark channels, again, are on there. But, um, you know, Comcast and Spectrum could be like, hey, 
we don't like you buying something that we provide. So we're going to throttle that. So, you know, they could either cut it off or, you know, do like, yeah. a, we'll, we'll just give you four megabytes or, I mean, uh, what's less than a megabyte, <laughs> you know? Yeah. We'll give you four of those instead. Uh, <laughs> Choke your rate. Exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, or they could be like, you know, to a company that's, um, or to, to a, a whole bunch of companies, they could be like, well, if you want us to to provide access to your things, you're going to have to pay us. So those companies have to raise their rates to you, and, like Netflix. And FCC's you know? defense and all Hulu of this, Plus. they're just like, hey, uh, oh, and they can hold those companies for ransom too. They'll be like, hey, uh, we're going to cut off your your uh, usage unless you pay us that's much more, you know, yeah. instead of a megabyte equaling a megabyte. And besides the effect for end consumers, the free speech ramifications of that are unsettling as well. Oh my gosh, no kidding. Wow. That, yeah. Yeah. Um, and FCC's justification is, oh, well, uh, this actually helps people to innovate. No, it doesn't. The other way it did. Yeah. And their other justification is, now Verizon um, Verizon has been wanting to do some, I, I need to do more research into this. But Verizon has been wanting to do certain things that I believe net neutrality, uh, some innovate quote innovative things that net neutrality has kind of stifled. Mm-hmm. Which uh, also just uh, check this out: the former uh, guy at uh, Verizon is now heading up the FCC. Yeah, Ajit Pai. Ajit Pai. Yes. But uh, former Verizon guy. So maybe maybe there there were some little changes that you could make. You know, instead of repealing the whole thing anyhow their other thing was well we don't think companies will do you know what we're talking about and it's like it's already happened you can't say yeah oh we don't think they're gonna do it because you had to step in and fix it because people were doing it yeah like there there is a history you know the the information is going around on social media about the history of companies trying to overstep their boundaries and the fcc having to step in and say but that won't happen no, it's not going to Jackson, gonna that won't happen. It's not going to happen. It won't happen. All these companies have learned their lesson and they're good now, right? right. All right, so uh, <laughs> that rant was not supposed to be in this podcast at all. Uh, <laughs> uh, man, my science news was actually the man flu. The man flu. It is apparently a real thing. Mm. And it refers to, um, like, like, when men get sick, I don't know, I I. I feel like I, I don't get sick, but the, the, the rare, rare, rare time that I actually get sick, I mm-hmm. am uh, just taken out by it. You know, Mommy! <laughs> Ash, I live 100 miles away. I am not breaking you soup. <laughs> but Mom, I don't feel good. <laughs> but apparently, according to um, uh, some scientists, that uh, they... they they're saying that they need to do a little more research on it, but like they've pretty much decided that the man flu is a real thing where like men get sicker than women, that testosterone actually has some, um, uh, how is it put? Immune, uh, stifling. That's not the word mm, they use. Suppressing? Suppressing, um, properties, characteristics mm-hmm. to it. Um, that, uh, and then there's also a lot of talk about like evolutionarily speaking, you know, it could be taken that, you know, men just want to be on the couch and entertained and, you know, covered up or whatever it's like. But if you're talking in an evolutionary world that, you know, hiding in a corner and covering up, you know, while mm-hmm. you get better as a predator uh, type uh, being 
is uh, very much an evolutionary response. I thought, I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. sharing that just because I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, yes, yes, there's my justification. <laughs> there's a survival advantage to this behavior. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's now not... get me my soup. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, it's not prepared the way my mom would prepare. <laughs> Honey, where are you going? Honey. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, science says you should illegal. get me soup. <laughs> This guy science says you should get me soup. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, apparently there are uh, gender differences in um, our immune systems, and apparently women have it better off. And I want to say, where's our equality in all this? <laughs> women are 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 dragging us through the mud because we are un- we, we we're holding them back. I want my immune system. You know, you, you... well there there are things <sighs> that happen to women that I don't know. happen to us. So I think it more than balances out. <laughs> I disagree. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, so... Goodbye, uh, female audience. <laughs> now that we've alienated you even more. Yeah. All right, moving on before I dig my hole even deeper. You're doing it wrong! <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, wait, no, good. I'm still digging yep. holes on right? Whole city. So have you heard about this uh, Kevin Sorbo thing? No. So Tell me. Kevin Sorbo is doing uh, a Christian movie... Mm-hmm. And um, as part of the movie, he is giving away an assault rifle. What the? What? <laughs> is it an, a, a, a Christian assault rifle? I, I guess so. <laughs> what on earth? Like, you you know me. We've talked about the gun <clears throat> thing before. Where mm-hmm. I'm fairly pro-gun, but I, I think, I, what's the movie called? The Reliant, I think. Um, I don't even know the plot of it. I'm just, I'm just baffled by this. Yeah. Like the, the, an assault rifle giveaway. This is inscrutable. Wow. Like it's, I mean, I guess for some people and, that and just the implications of like, can you see the headlines now? Christian gun used in mass shooting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say, sit here. I mean, we've had this argument. I'm not going to sit here and say it's the gun's fault, you know, but yeah. like still, I mean, how to ask for? Yeah, trouble. Like there, there are people, there are people how out to there. Ask for a travesty. <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh man. Yeah. Like let's let's not drag God into that. Yikes! I mean, there are like there are people out. It and this is scary in itself that you know some people would view Christianity and assault rifles as you know bread and butter just go together you know like that's they'd they'd be like yep that's on brand for my religion (laughs) wow so you're doing it wrong come on kevin (laughs) yeah and uh my my apologies to um to people who talk like this not not all of you are you know crazies um but some of you are and well you don't need to really apologize for that because the the people that are crazies are very proud of that fact (laughs) yeah (laughs) And I will not make fun of them for that. <laughs> yes. We want you to listen to our I'm, podcast, too. I'm crazy too. in my own way. <laughs> yeah. And we, like, yeah, yeah, every group has its crazies, and every individual has their crazy. So, e- equal opportunity craziness. Right? All right. So, uh, let's talk about 
the the main topic here today halloween no <laughs> yes was... we are very topical in this in podcast and we're just making sure we're totally prepped for next year independence day yes no christmas ho 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 christmas and christian's reactions to christmas have we talked a little bit about this before? A little bit when we were talking about Halloween, and we talked about it uh, vaguely. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, a, a section of it last week uh, when we were talking about the the Kai and uh, Christmas oh, yeah. and all that it was related. Yeah, and uh, we <laughs> introed it with the, where I was basically like, "Oh yeah, so I'm gonna take a, a call my shot here and and not talk about all this confusingness of Christmas and whatnot and all this and that." Um, and I guess what I meant by that and mean by this is um, there is, I personally, and, um, you know, this could, <laughs> this could cause problems in my future, but I personally, I, I barely, even if I do, look at Christmas as a Christian holiday. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's a secular holiday at this point. Yeah, well, brain. I'm, I'm I mean, actually pretty much in that boat, you know. Yeah, um, okay. So, like, I mean, you've got the Christmas tree that's not a Christian thing that's pulled from the... The winter uh, solstice or something um and you've got you know mistletoe and christmas carols and and all these other things that aren't christian things they're they're pulled from well the the christmas the christmas carols are and aren't you know they're i mean we've written new stuff and you know all that but i mean originally speaking the whole caroling and whatnot for every for every we three kings there is a fa la 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 well, I mean, not just talking about that. The the singing of the carols tradition during this time mm-hmm. was a winter solstice thing. Not that we didn't sing praises to Jesus or anything mm-hmm. or God before that, but yeah. like but it, it's very when much we, carried over from that. When we conquered the holiday, we conquered the hymns. That's right. Apparently, that was a Constantine thing too. Uh, mm-hmm. Constantine was uh, set this up uh, at this time, um, and the first recorded. Christmas was around 300 BC. Sorry, 380 AD. The first recorded Christmas was before Christ. Right. Uh, my bad. <laughs> uh, I was already on the next point. Uh, was like, uh, and Jesus wasn't born. Uh, we'll say on... zero AD or zero BC. There is no zero, by the way. You yeah. go from one BC to one AD. Um, it's either before him or after him. Right. Uh, he was probably born like. Uh, I almost said negative two or three. <laughs> yeah, and not December twenty fifth. Not even December, in all probability. Um. Now, now that one, I might be seeing. This is the the confusion of it. You know, we, there's the Bible doesn't have an actual recorded date. Um. People aren't really can uh, aren't really. Um. Sure. Mm-hmm. When it when it actually happened. Yeah. There there yeah. are theologians that are like you know it's June or July. Uh. The one of the reasons that they picked December twenty fifth. And that holiday that the, kind of took over the winter solstice, which actually happened between like the 21st and 23rd, mm-hmm. like it was a multiple day thing, um, was there's a, a holiday in March, which is um, around it, March 25th. And I, I wish I could remember the, uh, the holiday. Maybe I'll try to look it up uh, while we're talking here. But the, uh, the holiday is where they kind of think uh, that uh, Mary was visited. Mm-hmm. And if you notice, March 25th is how many months before December 25th? Let's see. How long does a pregnancy last? 
Hmm. <laughs> the math. Yeah. So that's why the, they're thinking that that's that's kind of uh, where it is. Now, there's actually I didn't realize this until I put a. <laughs> We, we try not to put too much research into this because uh, this podcast because we kind of want it to be an honest conversation versus us spouting off a bunch of facts that we, yeah. we read. We don't want to hammer you with the truth. We want to find it together with you. Yeah, Which sure. means sometimes we're wrong about stuff. And that's just part of our brand. Right? I mean, there's <laughs> that too. I just... I just feel like we don't want to get bogged down by like you know hammering into all the yeah. stuff that we read. You know, it's yeah, like, like it's it's good to search for truth. It's more but... of here's the the culture that we live in. How's our response to it? But I feel like some background into this conversation, and I'm sure we'll do it again in other stuff. But some background helps this conversation. Um, mm-hmm. And the, as I was looking it up, there's actually different segments of uh, Christianity that. Um, celebrates Christmas on January 7th. Huh. Because that's uh, the true December 25th on the Jewish calendar. And so when things switched over, they kept it on that day. Oh, wow. That's intriguing. Yeah. Um, So uh, I read like three specific segments of Christianity uh, Mm -hmm. do that. Do you have names for which segments those are? That's what I was trying to look up um, as well. (laughs) Very unsuccessfully, by the way. Uh, Listeners, if you are members of any of these groups of Christianity that celebrate Christmas on January 7th, let us know and let us know what your groups are called because we would be interested to know that. Yeah, um, but it, I don't know, just kind of a fascinating history since we don't really know uh, where it came from. Mm-hmm, how they, what was, yeah, I mean, I've, like, I, okay, I don't... Annunciation. Mm-hmm. Annunciation. The Annunciation uh, was... Oh, wait. Sorry. Okay, sorry. I guess... I guess it wasn't a holiday until... I, I misread that. I apologize. Um, the, the Annunciation, which is celebrated by some uh, Christians and early Christians, which is why they they believe the December 25th thing was the March 25th. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're having an Ash Apologizes segment in the same episode. Uh, I do not. The thing was... I do not apologize for being confused about a very confusing history of things <laughs> kind of mashed together, which, which is, I believe, the point of this conversation right now, just throwing in that history to say, all right, so what do we do about this? I mean, culturally speaking, Christmas is very much a secular holiday at this point, you know? Oh, that's the mm-hmm. meaning of Christmas, being selfless and sharing. No, it's not! <laughs> we stole it fair and square, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, I mean, it was it was basically a dead holiday at the time that it it's became a Christian thing. Yeah. Um, and, like, but people love to bring that up when, you know, it's like, well, Christians stole it, so you know, what? Why do we need to celebrate it that way or whatever? You know, mm-hmm. and so let's have that conversation. How is as Christians do we deal with these different things that are going on with Christmas? Hmm. Well, I, you know, if you if you don't mind my, me talking about my Christmas experience, you know, as a child, I love Christmas, and not just because you got sweet presents on it. That was a big part of it. Make no mistake. 
loved my Mario Kart and my Lego sets, but uh, and this was the classic Super Nintendo Mario Kart, Ooh. which is still quite fun to this day. Uh, but before I get lost on a tangent again, because Lord we knows, don't do that on this Lord show knows we haven't had enough this episode. <laughs> um, you know, as as I became an adult, um, you know, <laughs> when <laughs> okay, that's that's fair, that's fair. Um, as as I as I pass the legal age at which one is considered <laughs> in the eyes of the law an adult, um, you know. Like Christmas became this. Di- <laughs> Sorry, it's really that funny. I'm oh, trying to have a dang be. moment here, Ash. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Just that we have to make but, that clarification on this show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm. Well, you know, Jesus said that unless you become like little children, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. So, give me my inheritance, Dad. <laughs> I am in touch with my inner child. But uh, you know, Christmas since I've you know these days like it's i i it does not evoke that same feeling in me um you know it's there's nothing inherent about christmas that makes me magically happy anymore um i you know it's and it's so easy with all the the cultural secular stuff going on around it to um to get i guess pessimistic or jaded about it um and to to just be frustrated, feel you know isolated from the culture and even from sort of the the trappings of the season that even your own family members celebrate. Family members who are Christian, you know, but like it's it takes effort to um, to keep my focus on you know I, I see it as a celebration of the birth of Christ, not Christ's birthday, and like even then. It can be difficult to um, to remember, you know, and to keep my focus on, like, God putting on flesh, coming down to earth in the form of a man to, you know, save us from our sins. Yeah. It's uh, very hard to, to focus on that on that day, especially... I want my presence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's a challenge, um, and like I, I never know what to buy for people because I, at a certain level, I don't want stuff now. I want my life to be different. Like I want to have space and time in my world for creating more cool things, and like how how is a person gonna box that up and put it under the tree? Yeah. So that's when true. when like when I'm shopping for people, I'm like. How do I put myself in their their shoes? What is it like to desire objects? <laughs> <laughs> but like that's I guess that's part of it, you know. God put himself in human shoes. Um he came down and met us where we are and that's like part of what love is. So I guess that's that's another challenge for me to overcome. Yeah, um sitting here thinking that's I feel like that's most of my Christmas morning is not necessarily i don't expect much i I have a hard time asking for things and and then when i'm giving out stuff it's like oh man you know i have i'm a very very poor at buying things for people so I'm mm-hmm. like, did i did i do okay yeah. <laughs> um that's that's very much my christmas morning um I'm just praying that it really is the thought that counts yeah right um as far as like the rest of the season um as a pastor, like, um, 
we we've coined the term uh christers Mm -hmm. which are christians that show up at christmas and easter or just people in general that only show up at christmas or easter you know so we um we focus on those two sermons um as an outreach to both christian and non-christians um trying to get them to to start going to church and uh you know very basic you know um here's the christmas story here's the easter story and god is love and forgiveness of sins and and i feel like it is a very great um very great ministry opportunity and so despite all of these secular things that are going around that um I feel like that that can distract us from the ministry that we can do. Like I'm I'm not as somebody who's had this conversation with people. Well, you know, Christmas is actually a secular holiday, and it's this and that. It's like yeah, but you know, as Christians, that's the time we decided to celebrate the birth of Christ. Like mm-hmm. you know, it's it's yeah. celebratory. It's it's worth celebrating. You know, yeah. And, and we can continue to do that even with the secularity going on in the yeah. world around us. And I feel like just our answer, <laughs> and, and here's <clears> my very <throat> theological answer. Just shrug your shoulders and, eh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, just accept it. Like, I feel like that's very county, counter-cultural right now is if you're the guy that shrugs and goes, eh, okay, whatever. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden you're the jerk. But I mean, eh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, this stuff exists. We don't. We don't necessarily know. There's a lot of confusion over that. Um, I'd love for somebody to research and get us the real answers. That's not going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I was. I went cross. I can read the legal documents and understand them very clearly. And I'm sitting here going cross-eyed, trying to understand <laughs> the the Christmas holiday and why it's celebrated when and what's going on. And oh my goodness, <laughs> <laughs> like it's. Uh, uh, very, very confusing. Yeah. There's... But I mean, you know, it's, it's something that we just, uh, we just kind of have to go with, I guess. You know, it's one of those decisions that somebody made somewhere. And so you're going with it. We all decide that we're going to a restaurant and, as yeah. friends and, you know, it's not my favorite, but yeah, I'm going to go with it because I want to be with my friends, you know? The friendship is more important than the restaurant. Yeah, it's, it's very, you know, the, the ministry that we can do through this is very much the important part, yeah. you know? Um, Christmas is a Shoney's. <laughs> not everyone likes it. Not uh, everyone wants to go uh, there. Shoney's, no, <laughs> no. You're not a fan of Shoney's? No. I'm not too big on Shoney's either. Maybe that's why I picked it. Because it'll be a big sacrifice for us to go to the Shoney's that is Christmas. I'm going to the awful waffle. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Fill in whatever restaurant you like. Christmas, Christmas is a Burger King. Christmas is the Olive Garden. Whatever. You pick your own restaurant. But, but the important thing is that you go there you, with the christmas with your friends and family and you celebrate jesus christ yeah and it doesn't matter if it's on the 25th or the 7th yeah <laughs> or apparently the 6th um, um i found the, the the article and so there's many orthodox churches and coptic churches that still use the um 
Actually, it wasn't the Jewish calendar. It was the Julian calendar. See? Mm-hmm. Just going cross-eyed with all the different <laughs> calendars and the, the conversion rates and the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but apparently there's an Armenian <laughs> apost- apostolist... Uh, apostolatic... Apostolic? Thank you! Wow! <laughs> now, let me just untie my tongue here. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, Word guide to the rescue. Yeah, uh, church. They celebrate the 6th of January. And in some parts of uh, the UK, January 6th is still called Old Christmas. Hmm. Old Christmas. Yeah. Maybe we should celebrate Old Christmas and be countercultural. Yeah. We could get presents twice. Sold. man i'm like i said eh you know like yeah, that's eh. that's when people are showing up to church that's when we should you know <laughs> how confusing would that be people show up and you're still in the matter uh i don't know you're you're still in the ma- middle of a series that they're they're not a part of and you're going now don't forget to show up to our christmas service january 6th yeah what <laughs> <laughs> oh that would be baffling <laughs> This is yeah. what you get for not paying attention to what our specific church does all throughout the year that you just randomly went to a phone book and went, that one. Okay, mm-hmm. nobody does that anymore because what's a phone book? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is a phone book indeed? Maybe they hit went to Yelp and hit random. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Google and, all right, local church. I'm feeling lucky. Click. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're going here, honey. <laughs> Oh, Church of St. Hold on! (laughs) We're going to this one instead. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, it's it's definitely... It's a great, useful tool. Um, Is it something that we should be diehard on? Like, oh, yeah, you know, there's... It's totally a Christian thing and and all that. You know, especially not at this point in our culture. I'm Mm -hmm. definitely sticking with no, but... Yeah. I mean, you know, that being said, if that conversation gets you in the door to ministering to somebody, maybe maybe there's an opportunity there. I don't know. But, you know, all yeah. I'm saying is, you know, it's it's a great tool. And and that's what we have to focus on, not not the confusing. Appa, appa, apostolic, appa, confusing conversation <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know i'm just making fun of myself there now though but, let's not make it know. harder than it has to be exactly um also the uh the term christmas comes from mass of christ just yeah for the record the christ mass i meant to mention that at the beginning um just found that interesting too um mm-hmm. when i discovered that all uh, right so the lesson here is what is the lesson uh-oh were you paying attention? Um, yeah, I, I, I so mean... this is Ash Green. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am the uh, Plan X Media overlord. Um, I sometimes listen to myself and other people. Today was not one of those days. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Jackson Farrell, and you can catch me at chocolatebook.net, where every weekday I eat chocolate. Uh, read the Bible and blog about it. And if you're listening to this, you should definitely check that out. It's a very interesting um, blog. Yeah, like I actually talked about some of the Christmas stuff we did in today's entry. So oh, I should go yeah. read that. Maybe, Things, uh, maybe <laughs> if you find time. <laughs> I don't think I will. It's not really that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
It's not what, Ash? It's not in... It's not as in, impersonal as I thought it would be, so I'm going to read it. <laughs> very good, very good. <laughs> Ash, Ash won the podcast, everybody. Uh, no, seriously, it's a fantastic blog, and uh, I, I highly you? recommend it. And not just because it's got the Plan X name on it. And not just because Jackson's sitting in front of me either. That has <laughs> nothing to do with it. No, seriously, it has nothing to do with it. All right, well, uh, thanks for tuning in again. And again, we're not sure why you do, but we really appreciate it. And yeah. we'd love to hear from you at any of our uh, any of the ways to contact us on Twitter at Christ underscore Rebel, Christian Rebellion at PlanXMedia.com or ChristianRebellion.PlanXMedia.com. Yeah, see you guys later, and have a good Christmas. Ho, ho, ho.